This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I thank you for this day. For this is the day that you have made, and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank the Lord for this opportunity that you have opened up the door, enabling us to be able to hear the Word of God. Now, Father, we ask you to bless this message today, that we'll be able to go forth and to speak that which you would have us to say. God, we ask you to deal with that one, that one that discouraged today. Father, that they may say something, that, that something may be said, something may be done to encourage them to go forth and be all that you called them to be. Father, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. We thank God. We thank the Lord. We are not able to be there today, but I tell you what, we thank God that the Lord is blessing. Not only is he blessing, he has uh, blessed me. Amen. We went through uh, a little uh, procedure, and God blessed, and he opened up the way. Amen. And we can testify Yes, he is a healer. He is a deliverer. Amen. He is everything we want him to be. And I couldn't help from thinking that so many people have checked out of here. Amen. 22 is taking his number just as 21 did. And, and, uh, in Carolina, I can say that there are so many bodies. They are so far behind. Bodies is just uh, what? What's the word I can say? It's just in line. You know, person pass uh, in this area. You got to wait uh, basically uh, more than a week if you're planning on having a funeral. 
Um, you planning on the grave side, I think they can get you in earlier than that. But nevertheless, people are leaving here. And not only they are leaving here, they are leaving here unprepared. Amen. Amen. You uh, look upon uh, someone and think that we uh, we got so many religions, so much religion, and we don't rule out the Bible. It's sad, but the Bible have no effect in people's lives anymore. Not all people's, but uh, uh, the majority of people. They act as though the Bible doesn't mean nothing. And, and it's like that we are not going to uh, have eternal life on this uh, on this new heaven and a new earth. It seems like it seems like the enemy is blinding their eyes as he did in Adam and Eve days. He said, "You will not surely die." And guess what? They believed that, that because if they didn't believe that, they wouldn't have been willing to uh, eat of the forbidden fruit. Even, uh, and, and I, like I said, I tell people constantly, uh, not to downplay God, you all. Don't think I'm doing that. But I tell people constantly, uh, Adam had a very good point. He said, the woman you gave me, he said, you know, now Adam is, was content. Uh, he really was. He was content being alone. But the problem was that uh, God said it is not good for man to be alone. So God made him a help me, uh, which he took Eve out of Adam. But the, but the point was, Adam was saying, the woman you gave me gave to me and I did eat. Uh, he was saying, uh, Adam was saying, other words, you blaming me? For this, uh, Adam was saying, God, if I was fine with naming the animals and being around the animals. And, and of course, that's not right. It's not good that man should be alone. But sin that came in to the atmosphere, and it make us look like we need to be alone. Uh, we need to do this. We need to do that. No, God have a specific plan for you. And if you wasn't here, if you got here today, it had to be a wife. Uh, I mean, it had to be a female and a male to produce you, to get you here. No man on the earth is born uh, by themselves. It had to, They had to come from a woman. Okay, so it's both parts. Uh, the first Adam is needed. That makes up that one. But the point that I'm making today is that we need to grab hold to the faith of God. We need to come back to the book. We need to come back to the Bible. We need to be obedient to the Bible, not to our church doctrine, because you got to understand church doctrine have taken us away from the Word. 
Now, if church doctrine took us away from the Word, truly we need to get back to the Word. We need to get back to being obedient to what God has called us to be. And truly, you're not an accident. I'm not an accident. I'm here for a purpose. You're here for a purpose. We are here in order to glorify God. But the problem is that we're missing our calling. And when we are missing our calling, we are obeying everything but the Lord. We won't spend time to learn in his word. We'll learn everything but his word. Some of us know about sports, brethren, mostly, and a few sisters know, but we know more about sports than we know about the word of God. Some of you sisters know about uh, the dressing and all this Do you know about the word of God. And I believe that we have a time that we should stand up and be obedient to what the Lord is dealing with you. You see, he's dealing with you in a, a, a general area in your life to perform that which he have called you to do. So he have, performed, he have chose you. He have called you. And in the midst of cho- choosing you and calling you, it is a purpose. And you must fulfill that purpose. Not Brother Ware can't do it. Uh, Sister Shotdown, she can't do it. Only Brother Ware, only you can do what you're supposed to do. Amen. Amen. And I'm telling you, when we look around and we see that peoples are going contrary to the will of God, churches are gathering peoples to spend time, and, and here's the hurting part. Uh, when I was a kid, we used to look at the Caucasian race. Um, being in a small town, they would go to the uh, church, and they would go at 11, and then they would get out at 12. And then they would get on their boats, and they would pass by our street going to Lake Hartwell because we wouldn't about 15, 20 miles from that. And in the midst of it, uh, we used to say, man, they sure ain't serving God but an hour, even though we weren't serving him according to the church. Now, listen to what I'm saying. Even though we weren't serving him uh, none, because we didn't, we didn't have to go to church. But we said if that's what it's all about, then we need not to be there. Let me tell you something, believers. We got to uh, uh, turn this thing around. We got to turn it around. You and me and everybody else that say we're worshiping God, the Bible says he that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. We are not worshiping him in the church building, for real. We are not doing it. And this pandemic came in and showed us that we're not really wasn't doing it because it was a form of godliness as it hit the church. Uh, the first thing that hit the church and they locked 
down the church. And they were still going to the local stores. They were still going to Walmart. They were still going to Home Depot, all these places. But then they couldn't go to the church. So people had to learn how to worship him in spirit and in truth. And a lot of people fell away, have been falling away. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying a building is what's going to keep you uh, sturdy in God. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. What I am saying that we got away from the building and the real person showed up. What real person? The real person who we are that we really didn't have a relationship with God. We wasn't praying until we go to bed, uh, praying when we get up, uh, praying over our little food, uh, but we didn't have a prayer time. Instead of us being uh, during the pandemic, having a time that we could call prayer, and a few people did, and I'm not saying everybody, but the truth of the matter is, uh, we couldn't uh, call the name of the Lord as we did before this happened. So what are you saying, brother? Well, I'm saying we need to get back to the anointing of God. We need to get back to having a relationship with God. And a relationship means more than anything with anybody. If you got a relationship with your honey to be or your fiance, whatever you want to call them, you build that. So as it is with anything else, you got to build that in knowing God's will, knowing God's way, because the enemy comes in and he triples up. And when he triples up, then we'll find ourselves not submitting to the will of God. And then the spirit come in, and wherefore they come in and they cause you to not to recognize what God is, who God is. Because the Bible says that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Think about that, believers. Matter of fact, I need to turn to that, and I wasn't planning on going that way, but uh, here you go. Uh because that which may when may be known of God. Oh, okay, okay. Here you go. For, for the uh, because when they when they knew God, and I'm reading from Romans the first chapter, the twenty first verse. When they knew God, they glorified Him not as God. Neither were they thankful but became vain in their own imagination, and their foolish heart were darkened. Now listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Believers, the problem is when we know God or know of God, you see, and when we know God and we know of, of God, we don't still don't want to give him the praises. We don't want to give God the direction in our life. We want God, but we want to tell God what to do. We want God, and we want to 
uh, uh, let him know, you know, my way or the highway. You know, I, I, I see it this way, God. I know what you said in your word. Listen how very few people willing to submit to the will and the plan of God right now. They are doing what? They are going in a form of godliness. So when you was going in a form of godliness, you cannot have the power of God manifesting in your life. You will not have the power of God manifesting in your life. You will only have a a mindset to continue in your way. And see, your way bring on fear. Look at the fear that came in the church. Look at the fear that we are afraid. Now, uh, my honey-to-be let me know, because in her particular fellowship, they were uh, um, taking temperatures and everybody, and, and they was wearing the mask and on and on. And I said, honey, uh, I could never come there because uh, how can they believe God? And the Lord, they said they're doing worse than the people doing at Walmart. Uh, the liquor store or uh, the the grocery stores. Uh, I, I I I can't see that. But then she says, "Well, you're not looking at it in the right way because you're looking at it in the way that people will sue the church people." And I forget about you know the Bible said that you should not take a brother or sister to the law. Uh, in the sixth chapter, and, and, and I was wondering, you know, people do do that. So you got a lot of people having a form of godliness, but denying the power to transform their life. See, Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And I understand that. And I understand that everybody ain't getting new. Everybody is not getting the experience to say that they have been born of God. And see, when a person is not born of God, then that person, you know, they can go in a religious way. Yeah, everybody can be religious. You can go to a fellowship. You can go to do this and do that and listen and be doing But the truth of the matter is, when you are converted, you have an altogether different mindset. You see, when you are converted, you have a different mindset. And the reason you have a different mindset is because of the fact that you are looking for that direction. You are looking for that person to give you uh, that uh, the word. I'm sorry. You're looking for the word to transform you, um, that you might not continue in that way. You see, it's sad that people get converted, but they don't want to change nothing. They don't want to keep doing nothing different. They want to continue in uh, unrighteousness, and when they continue in unrighteousness. What would happen is that the enemy is setting them up. 
Matter of fact, let me, and I'm thinking about, as I was saying, Romans, that I just read that Romans 1, 21, but let me go back to Matthew uh, right quick, and here you go. Now, listen, Matthew says, when an unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh uh, through dry places, seeking rest and find None. Listen, here's the problem. We got so many people possessed by spirits, and we don't want to do anything about it. We don't believe in going to the altar anymore. We don't believe in crying out to God to set that person free. We don't believe in fasting and praying and knowing God's will, God's way in an individual life. We feel that we have the answer. Either that person is this or that person is that. Uh, the truth of the matter is uh, we, are not, we don't even consult God about it. Somebody can tell you, well, you know, the, the problem with your child, the problem with your husband, the problem with your wife, they are bipolar. Wait a minute. We done gave this spirit a name. And I got a problem with that. I got a problem with we go, we don't put them on the altar. It was a sister that I remember years back. She probably raised, I think, 10 children. And her husband uh, is a bishop. And lo and behold, she would have all these little children lying on the altar. Well, as the time went on, they grew up. And the majority of them was start preaching and obeying the scriptures, teaching holiness and so on and so on. I don't know what the other ones did now. Uh, I wasn't that close to her, but she used to uh, go witness with us. We had a witnessing team to go knock on the doors. And, and what I'm saying, it was a time that when the children act up, they didn't uh, look for an excuse. No, ma'am. No, sir. They put the child on the altar. And the child could be acting up in church, and that mother would take that child and put them on the altar right there and make them sit and pray, get on their knees and pray. Now, somebody else said, well, that's embarrassing, Brother Ware. Why would you take your child to the altar and um, you mean to tell me that that child is this and that child is that? That's a child. Well, guess what? The devil don't care what he does. The devil don't care about putting the books in the school, putting this in that, and and allowing this person to be that. No, no, no. The enemy don't care about that. He want to get them as young as he can. The enemy want to get your child, want to get your your grandbaby, your niece, your nephew, young. And why he want to get them young? Because he can form this concept in the mind. See, the devil can form a concept in the mind that will not, will not let them know truth. So knowing religion, going in religion... It seems to be the way to go. It seems to be the 
the direction. So they grow up looking at uh, December the 25th, and they say Jesus was born. Jesus is the reason for the season. So even though the Bible say different, they would hold to that, and they would feel good about that. So as it is, next month or so, they'll be celebrating Easter. And guess what? They'll be saying, well, he rose, he rose Sunday morning, and he died Friday, and they will settle for that. Why they would settle for that is because of the fact that they grew in their mind, they grew in their heart, and they weren't concerned about what the Scripture says. Even though they read it in the Bible, Jesus said himself uh, in Matthew that as Jonah was in the whale's belly three days and three nights, so the Son of Man should be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. That doesn't mean anything to them. No, no, it doesn't mean nothing. And the reason it doesn't mean nothing is because of the fact that the enemy has blinded their eyes. Their eyes have been blinded from the works of the devil. Uh, he is not allowing people to see truth. What you mean he ain't allowing people to see truth? He allowing people to see tradition. Mark 7 and 7, how be it? In vain do they worship me. Teaching and the doctrines of men laying aside the commandments of God. Believers, what I'm trying to say today is, we first got to seek God, and if we seek the Lord in these situations, in as I told you a few weeks ago, I said, well, we're going into war because of the, the, the mindset of society. And, and he was hollering peace and safety. Well, guess what? Certain destruction coming upon the group, and, and they are not going to be the only one. Uh, in this wall, it's going to be others, and other things going to be happening. Well, I, I, I need to go on break, and I'll get back to reading what I was uh, saying in Matthew the 12th chapter. I didn't intend to go in these, this direction, but I, I, I'm feel led of the Lord that we got to claim victory over the enemy. We cannot allow the enemy to handle us and we not put up a fight. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements or any other correspondence, please call 404 404- Two nine three seven five five seven. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404 404- Three five five eight six nine nine. And now let's welcome back Brother Will. 
Well, praise God, praise the Lord. I'm back. We're back. Amen. We thank God for you, you, and especially you for joining into the broadcast today. Listen, we will be in Riverdale, Georgia, uh, in the Annex Center. I thought I had the uh, before me, but I guarantee you I will have it online and as well as we will announce it next week. We will be there in the Annex Center for 75 minutes. Uh, uh, we'll be asking, uh, teaching on five questions that the church should know. And uh, I promise you, from um, 6 to 7 o'clock, we would love for you to come and be a part of that. Um, I'm almost sure on the time. I, I'm, they said 7 to 8 or 6 to 7. But I'll give you the information on next week. I promise you that. And all you can visit online, uh, and it will have the time, the frame that we would uh, be there, the direction and the address so that you can get there. Most of you use your uh, phone anyway to give you direction to the place. I can't give you the direction. It's uh, the only thing I know is it's in Riverdale. And uh, we're using the annex center of the church. So we are believing God for you to come out and be a part of this Bible study. We have Bible study up here, and we have them different places. We're going to Texas as well as Louisiana uh, real soon. So we got, we're traveling with this Bible study, uh, how the Lord has direct me to do so. Okay, all right. So looking forward to hearing from you. Please visit our website, and you'll see it, the Bible study uh, time and place. Okay, um, now, as I was saying, here's the problem. We is uh, taking things out of God's hand, and still are we putting them in God's hand. We're taking them out, and taking them out simply because of the peoples don't want to believe the Bible. Well, this is nothing difficult. Just believe the Bible. No, you don't have to believe Brother Ware. You don't have to deal with what Brother Ware is saying. No, just believe the word. And when you believe the word, when you accept the word, then the word will manifest it itself in you, through you, by you. Amen. Uh, now, in uh, as I was reading, it said, when the unclean spirit is gone out of the man. He walketh through dry places, seeking rest, finding none. Then he says, I will return unto my house from which I came out. And when he have come, he, in, he find it empty, swept and garnished. Now here's what done happened. A lot of people done told people, well, you get the Holy Ghost, you go to speaking in tongues, and you have that power and that anointing in you, and guess what? That was a trick of the enemy, too, because the enemy can give you a tongue, believer. He can give you somebody saying you're speaking in an unknown tongue, 
that ain't nothing. You don't know, and the devil don't know, and nobody else don't know what you're speaking, what you're saying. Guess what? That haven't solved any problem. They really haven't solved any problem. You know why? Because you are seeking a sign for you. You are seeking a sign for you or for somebody. You know, you're not seeking to have the spirit of joy, love, peace, long-suffering, gentleness in your life. No, 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 no. You're not seeking that. And you know why you're seeking that? Because the church world have said this. The church world have said uh, this is the way, that is the way. And that's sad. When the church world continue to say things, that's contrary to the word. So that's why the sister can come into church uh, dressing like she was dressing in the world. That's why the brother can come into church doing the thing that he was doing in the world, going from woman to woman or from man to man, ever high he feels. That's why they can do it, because they are not anointed by God. They are not receive the word of God. Their house is empty, and they went forth, and, and the devil gave them some kind of tongue, some kind of this or that, to make them feel that, oh, yeah, we, we this, we that. No, 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 brothers and sisters, you are not this. You are not that. Why? Because you haven't got delivered. And see, how? what you mean by delivered, Brother Ware? If you should have a, uh, the Bible doesn't say it in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, as I said, said, you become a new creation, a new creature in Christ. Guess what? Something is wrong if you are not that new creature. Something is wrong if you still got the mindset. You still got the mindset that you had when you was in the world. No, 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 no. Don't take it to the church. You take it to God. How is it that you're saying, well, I can't remember the books of the Bible, but you can remember the stats of somebody playing ball? How can you can say you can remember, you can't remember this or you can't remember that, uh, but you can remember the things of the cares of this life. You can remember what time your program come on on TV. Uh, you, you can remember all these things, but yet you can't remember the Word of God. It's got to be something that you are not uh, really doing. And, and what I mean, what I mean by you are really not doing it, you are not fulfilling your vessel. When you repented of your sin, you need to fill your vessel. The Bible says faith come by hearing, hearing the word. You need to hear the word of God reading into your ears, into your mind. You need to hear it. Uh, I, I didn't understand when they were saying that you uh, with uh, lean, uh, uh, speak this or speak that, uh, you needed to speak the Word of God. You needed to speak it, read it aloud, let it get in your spirit, 
allow the Word of God to transform your life. That's the kind of stuff you need to put in your house when your house has been garnished and swept. Because, listen, folks, believers, so-called Christians, let me tell you something. When you get rid of one spirit, you got to put something else in that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What what are you saying? When you get rid of uh, the spirit of lust, if you don't put something in your body to decur lust and to see what the scripture says, when you uh doing alcohol and if you don't put something in, you quit drinking, and the first thing the devil will do is to bring it back to you. And you cannot follow what the enemy would have you. That's why I said, then he said, I will return unto my house from which I come out of. Listen, when he came out, he and saw it. It was clean. Oh, he was cleaned up. He wasn't dealing with no drugs. He wasn't dealing with no lust no more. He was living Solomon. He was doing that which the Lord would have him to do, uh, she to do, or whatever. But lo and behold, the enemy said, no, no, uh, uh, the house is clean. So you know what? Listen to it. A little bit more. He said, and when he come, he find it empty, swept, and gunning. Guess what? Now, in my house clean, uh, I uh, wasn't in my house, and my sister, my daughter, and, you know, I'm a, I, I live alone, but they decided to come in and remove certain of my things out to swept, sweep and garnish the house because they thought it wasn't. Even though I don't have a dirty house, but in their mind, it was just as a man stayed there. They, they wanted to put a little touches on it. So when I came, I automatically said, wait a minute, what happened to all my stuff? You know, because I had a little this and a little bit of that and papers here and papers there, Bibles here and Bibles there. But guess what? When that took place, it made the house look so much empty, so much cleaner. So that's what the enemy does. He get out drinking. He get out smoking. He get out lusting. He get out backbiting. He get out hatred. And all of a sudden, you got to put something back in there. Because, see, he found it swept and garnished. So if he found it swept and garnished and, uh, and empty, then he need to bring something else in that situation. What I'm saying, that's what church folks doing. Yes, God is cleaning them up. When Remember back when I just read Romans, uh, it said, because when they knew God, they have to have a concept of knowing who God is. Now, they believe God to be God, yes, but it's more deeper than that, believers. It believe that and you got to see that this is God that can change and transform your life. And if you can transform your life, 
then he can transform others, and we can get rid of these words of bipolar. We can call that devil. No, 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 devil. We're not going to allow you to have the heyday. We're not going to allow you to uh, say these things. I rebuke that spirit. I'm taking that spirit to the altar. I'm taking that spirit and believe in God that I refuse to submit to that demon. I refuse to do that which you would have me to do. I'm going to stand up on that which God was saying and God stand on what God was doing. I'm sorry. I, I, I just listen. You said, well, Brother Wade, you've been sick and you did this and you did that, but I stood on the word. Even if it was ready for me to get out of here, for me to check out, I I wasn't fearing nothing, didn't fear nothing. Just said I'm either finished my work or I got some more to do. It's just that simple. There is no way that we need to submit to the enemy. There is no way we need to say that the devil has this authority and how that we are doing things. I'm sorry, we are not doing that which God would have us to do. And the devil having a heyday, the devil having a heyday because he have, uh, can get the church down on this level, that level. Yes, something is wrong with this, believers. So anyway, let, 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 I, I don't want to spend time because, see, we all can tell what's wrong, but then we need to have some what's right. And what's right, we need to cry out to God. We need to go back to the altar. We need to seek and ask God to take control of our life. I'm sorry, I just believe the word. I truly believe God is a healer. God is a deliverer. I believe God can set free those that are bound by the Spirit. I believe that. I, I, I believe that. And if I believe it, and you don't have to be a member a shot downs church. Uh, uh, you have to be just sincere with the Lord and what God is doing and believe in God for that mighty act. Amen. And, and wait a minute, let me go on. And then, wait a minute, and then goes and take it with himself, seven other spirits more wickeder and dwell there. And the last state of that man, listen, the last state of that man is worse than the first state. Even so shall it be also unto you this wicked generation. Now listen to me. If the Lord spoke about this, if the Lord said about this, and he said that, and it, matter of fact, it wasn't even a, a, a parable. He was speaking about this. So, therefore, the Spirit of God has come into the people. Because, see, on up, on up before that, before we get to that part, he was talking about the evil in a Dutch's generation seeking after a sign. There shall no sign be given but the sign of Jonah. But what I'm saying, uh, 
what are you talking about, Brother Will? What I'm talking about, we got to come back to the Bible. That's, I'm listen, that's it in a nutshell. Come back to the Bible. Stop believing in this or that. Seeking God's will, God's way in this or that. It's just amazing how that we say that we want the will and the plan of God to go forth. And the will and the plan of God go forth as long, listen to me now, as long as it's obeying what we think. As long as we can say, well, this denomination and that denomination is right and 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 we can believe God for our sincereness of our church and therefore God done showed you it, it's not the building. If it was the building, everybody else would have been doing everything else. Come on now. Listen, everybody else when the anointing uh when you're not able to go in a building the anointing of God should have been so strong in people's houses and and delivered, but the church got fear uh, more so than any group of people. You say, well, as I told you all, my honey to be made me know that certain things, uh, you know, people can do, even though the sixth chapter teaches us that you shouldn't bring a brother or sister to court, but people's doing that now. So, there, she's saying that's why they had to uh, take somebody's temperature or whatever, put a band on their arm, and and we supposed to be the children of the light. We supposed to be making our way clear, but without the anointing of God, without us praying, without us seeking God's will, God's way, it's almost impossible to obey God. That's what we have. It's almost impossible to obey God. So when these demons, when these spirits came out of the man, the, the spirits see, yes, he wasn't uh, committing adultery no more. He wasn't lying. He wasn't backbiting. He wasn't uh, 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 showing forth negative. He was showing forth love and compassion. And then... He was showing forth gentleness. He was uh, meekness. He was showing these things. But what happened? Because he did not abide in the word of God. I promise you, believers, we got to come back to the Bible. It's sad that we can learn the church bylaws and all this, but we don't have the the, uh, Bible to stand us on. And we need the Bible to stand and obey simply because it really is the Word of God. And the Word of God is powerful and sharper than two-edged sword, piercing to the marrow of the uh, the bone. Otherwise, it just don't get to the bone. It get the marrow in the bone. In order for this person to be transformed, that person has to allow the word to do it. Let's come back to the altar. Let's come back to casting out these demon spirits and quit naming them. Because when we name them, 
we're saying, okay, and I understand I'm not ignorant. I understand we're in a new day. I really believe that the new day and certain things be said and done. You know what? We have to accept. But I believe that when it comes to the word of God, we don't have to accept it. You know why we don't have to accept it? Because the word of God is right by itself. Uh, in the Old Testament, it says, prove ye uh, the word. Why won't you just prove God on certain circumstances? You might not understand it. You might not have the ability to walk in that which you would have them to do. But I'm asking you to just prove God. Just begin to, to, to turn it around and say, God, you know, I don't know, but I know you know. And, and you know, certain people in your life, those people are not there for the good. Those people are there for the bad. And if they are there for the bad, truly, truly, you cannot, will not be all that God can want you to be. If you're playing football and you're hanging with baseball players, it's not going to help you. You're not going on the skills of baseball or football. Why? Because the people are playing baseball. You got people around you that don't want to go anywhere in the Lord. They are satisfied with just saying Jesus is my Lord and Savior, but they are still using profanity. They are still uh, doing that. They are still hollering uh, self-preservation is the first duty of man, and all these kind of sin, and, and then they want to act crazy and go against the very thing that God is telling you that you shall have power over. Now, if you hanging around them people, you can't grow in the Lord. You know that. You, and they are keeping you from growing. How many times y'all uh, got together and said, you know, let's have a study. Yes, and, and let's study about the resurrection. Let's study about the crucifixion. Let's study about the blood, how our sins is covered under the blood. We are not concerned about those things. And the reason we are not concerned about those things, because the church is not concerned about it. And it's all about you knowing the will and the plan of God. When you don't know the will, and the plan of God, you miss out on the direction of God. The reason I'm saying you're missing out on the direction of God is that you, you, do you understand what I'm saying? You, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, you, you are not desiring to go a higher height and a deeper depth. You're looking at the Lord as a financial thing. You're looking at the Lord as a blessing thing. You're looking at the Lord as one that can have a better life thing. No, ma'am. No, sir. You got to realize that God is who he is and who he say he is. And you got to realize that God have a planet you here for a purpose and for the will to be manifested and his will to be manifested. Listen, when the children of Israel left Egypt, 
when they left Egypt, they left for what one purpose and one purpose on to serve God. So God takes you into the wilderness, which I was planning on ministering on that, didn't get to do it. But nevertheless, when God takes you into the wilderness, uh, he's taking you there so you can serve him in the midst, pulling away. The wilderness is a lonely place, okay? The wilderness is a woodly place uh, and, and away from everything and everybody. Guess what? We are not willing to get into the wilderness. We want to stay in the direction, hang with the same people. Even uh, society says this. If you go to school and you get a degree, you got to pull away from your buddies hanging on the corner, ain't trying to do nothing. You got to pull away from the sisters uh, doing this and doing that. You got to show forth a different life style, because if it is, it's not going to help you. Nevertheless, brothers and sisters, what we are saying tonight, today, this day, is you need to make an about face unto the Lord. You need to turn it around. You need to let them know that this is my will to be manifested in God's will. It's got to be that. It can't be half-stepping. you got to go God all the way or no way. It's not one uh, putting a little toe in the water to see as the water. No, you need to jump in the water. I, I learned that when we first started learning to swim. Uh, you get in there and put your toe in the water. Ooh, the water cold, the water cold. You never will get in there, but if you just go on and Hold your nose and jump in the water and get it. It's, it'd be over with quickly. So that's what I'm saying to you today. Just get in it. Just go all the way in it and watch God. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you're going to do. Most of all, I thank you for this time. That blessed to be in uh, your word, God, we ask you to bless those that are uh, heard your word, God, that they may go forth. And, Father, we be that call-out group of people. We be the ones that's separate, that's being willing to stand and obey you. Father, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, believers, uh, I want to say that we will be there uh, in the city, in the metro area, uh, in Riverdale, okay? We will be in Riverdale, and we are believing God for you to be a go online and find out uh, the direction and put it in your phone. We would like to meet you there. It would be a short Visit, one-time thing, okay? But we are believing you uh, to meet us there. Amen? Uh, not only that, we would love to hear from some of you. The telephone number is 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Or visit us online. 
brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. We would love to hear from you. And I want you to know, really, amen, we do respond. We uh, will respond back to you. Uh, but those of you in the metro area, amen, come to this Bible study. It's just a Bible study for an hour and 15 minutes, five questions we ask, the question that God put on our heart. And I promise you it will be a blessing. And I'm hoping to be back in the studio next week, live and in living color. I'm believing God. My screen is coming back. People are praying for me. And I'm standing on the word. Amen. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232 Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 1.18. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up forever.